I need a word, I just need a word Feeling like the day is full of stuff I don't deserve I just need a word, one word Because I know that the world changes everyone it's Antoinette the founder of the word changes the fashion brand that motivates one word at a time thanks for joining us today as we have another chat with Ashley Hardy of intentional you today we're going to be chatting about interviewing strategies and we had two other conversations with Ashley one was on job search strategy and the other one was on a networking strategy and if you missed those please go check them out on our SoundCloud page um, there are things in there that you don't want to miss some really good tips and we're excited about today's chat which is gonna bring forth some more awesome tips from Ashley so take a listen and enjoy. Hi, Ashley. Hey, Antoinette. Thanks for joining us again. You know, this is our third installment. So today we're going to be talking about interviewing strategies. So I'm excited to get into this because it's an interesting topic. So let's start. Yes. Yeah, so today we're talking all about the interview. And so I was in preparing for this, I was really trying to think of like, you know, what pieces of information can I give that can help people to leverage their interview tips? Um, it's, it's not necessarily the basic information in terms of like, these are the types of questions to, to prepare for or think about, um, but they're often things that are um, forgotten in mm-hmm. the interview. So um, I'm going to go over some real quickly, five tips that um, can leverage uh, someone in the interview process. All right. So the first one is, well, first, let me ask you this. Do you, are you aware that um, I'd say approximately 60% of hiring managers make the decision about a candidate within the first 15 minutes of meeting them? <laughs> no, but that's kind of scary because of all the thought that goes into interviewing and preparation. Exactly. So just like your resume, you know, can get you the interview within the first 30 seconds, you could potentially land or um, not land a job within the first 15 minutes based <laughs> upon um, how you're presenting to um the, the hiring committee or the hiring manager that you're meeting. So one of the, the, my first tip is to remember that first impressions are very impactful. Mm. And so the one thing that you want to remember to do is, yes, it's great to um, practice your questions and, and practice, um, you know, uh, uh, the star technique, which we'll talk about in a, in a little bit. But the other thing that you want to remember too is small talk. Small talk is important, so make sure that you're not overlooking it. Um, From the receptionist when you first walk into the room to the individual who's walking with you to the the interview room, um, these, what might seem like um, kind of uh, not as important um, conversations and interactions because it's not the actual interview, are, are actually very um, 
memorable to the hiring committee. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times you might have even not have answered the questions um, 100% uh, as you would have liked to, but they'll still offer you the position because of the fit. These right. small talk interactions help people to understand how you would fit within the company. And um, oftentimes when you, you get the interview, they've already decided that you can do the job or else they wouldn't be intervie- interviewing you. And now it's just a matter of um, how do you fit with the company culture? How would you fit with the team? Um, how would you, you know, what type of relationship might you have with that supervisor? So that would be um, the, the first uh, thing that I would say to remember is be authentic and remember to um, make that personal connection. And I'm thinking, cause I know like myself, I can kind of be inside my head throughout that mm-hmm. whole process, kind of prepping myself and encouraging myself. And it's not like I'm, you know, disregarding the receptionist or whatever, but I'm so nervous that it's so hard to actually engage in a conversation. So sometimes it might be, you know, the receptionist, how are you today? Now I'm fine. I'm doing great. And that's it because I'm just so nervous. I don't know if you have any tips about kind of stepping back from yourself and kind of not being so, I guess, wound up. Yeah. So I always like to do a lot of self-talk beforehand, like the night before, even the week leading up to, but especially like the morning of the drive-in, a lot of prayer, a lot of affirmations, and um, a lot of deep breathing. Um, (laughs) If you find that like when you get there that you're still really nervous, I would say having nerves during an interview is good because it keeps you from being like overly confident and cocky. But um, mm-hmm. um, if you have nerves that are causing you to not be able to be your authentic self, mm-hmm. um, what I would recommend doing is um, being able to to name it and say, you know, hey, um, I, I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. You know, excuse me if I um, you know, seem a, a little fluttered. I'm just, you know, a little, uh, um, nervous or, and this would be something like with the receptionist, I think would be a good, um, conversation to have. Um, or if you don't want to even get to that point of nerves, because people will read that you're nervous anyway. Um, so it's not even something that you have to say. <laughs> um, a lot of times it's, uh, and I'm kind of jumping to um, number five, but um, this is something that uh, even the, the thank you note, if you feel like afterwards, you know, I wonder if I came off um, short or I wonder if I wasn't being attentive enough. <clears throat> Excuse me. These are things that you can, you know, just try to showcase your, um, your personality and your, your kindness and your compassion and your expertise and your confidence in a thank you letter. 
um, if you feel like you're unable to um, rein it back in for the interview process. Right. No, I think that's really good because everyone can understand that coming into an interview is nerve wracking. And I could truly see myself saying that next time, something like that, where, you know, please excuse me, I'm so nervous, you know, and Mm -hmm. I I think that's a good tip because the other person will totally understand that. I mean, so yeah, no, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the the next one is, um, and this might help with the nerves too, is being able to match the interviewer's tone. Mm -hmm. So what you're trying to do is get the job and really present yourself as the must-have candidate, like the best fit. Um, So if there's a vibe of excitement, um, if the committee is... um, much more mellow, like you want to make sure that you're matching that same energy and bringing that to the table. Um, it's okay to mirror the interviewer's approach, and I will say that to an extent. So sometimes interviewers will um, put on like a a really, uh, what do you call it, like a poker face. So mm-hmm. even though you are um, coming with high energy and, and confidence, you can't really gauge like where they're at. Right. In that case, you do not want to match <laughs> um, their vibe, but um, you still want to make sure that um, you are being genuine and that you're being upbeat. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this means that you can be lackadaisical or, um, disinterested or or um too laid back because it might come off as being disinterested in the position mm. um but you want to um of course put your best foot forward um but also you know i always say that you can always kind of tell um culture or the the vibe of the team that you're working with when um the your energy with one another is kind of calm and and on the same wavelength, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, if you can read it, try to 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 match it while still having that professional presence. Um, and don't get caught up too much in it either, because sometimes that can um, you know you you can get too much in your head that like, oh, they're, they're not as excited. I don't know if they're interested in me. And then, you know, you're shooting yourself in the foot because you're overthinking things. And that's not the case at all. They're just, you know, putting on a a blank face to every candidate, um, not just you. So, you know, you know, that's funny because um, the, my, not my most recent position, because everyone doesn't know, I do have a full-time gig as well. But my prior position, the interview was 15 minutes. And um, the only inkling that I got during the interview that they liked me was I was asked a question. And after I answered it, I was interviewed by three people. The one person that I was interviewed who asked the question said, Hmm, 
She just made that noise after I answered the question. And I knew she was impressed with my answer. But the interview was 15 minutes. And then I was escorted out. The back door is what it looked like because it wasn't the door I came in. It was the back door. So I was thinking, okay, that didn't go well. So I'm not going to get that job. And then a day later, I get a phone call and they offer me the position. So I think you're absolutely right in the sense that you can't read too much into what they're all thinking. Because although she seemed impressed, I couldn't tell what the other two were thinking. They had straight faces and it was just kind of like question and answer. And that's it. So I just put on my best and it ended up working out. Exactly. You never know. Sometimes people will purposefully try to um, make it so that you're uh, that they they're not showing you how interested they are in you. Um, and and sometimes that will throw people off. But um, again, that self talk and sometimes um, asking for a minute to think about questions and really you're um, trying to compose yourself and um, gather your thoughts is sometimes all you need just to make sure that you're staying on the right track and, and not um, losing the interview. Yes. So the third one is um, really short and sweet, but being able to be conscious of your handshake, being able to lock eyes, have good eye contact and have a firm grip. And the reason why I say this is because it shows that you're self-assured. I do uh, a lot of hiring for um, my team that I'm over. Um, And the one thing that I really don't like, especially with women, um, is a, like, sloppy, like, really weak handshake. And I don't know why um, sometimes that, you know, if it, because to me, I read it as like, are you, are you scared? Mm-hmm. Are you <laughs> nervous? Mm-hmm. Are you not confident? Like I, if now you don't have to have like a really hard, you know, um, aggressive handshake, but you know, right. have it so that it doesn't feel like I'm basically like trying to caress your hand um, yeah. from falling out of, out of my grasp. Um, so that would be, uh, if, if you want to come off as self-assured, just make sure, and you can practice this very easily. Just practice a firm, um, a firm handshake. Short and sweet. There's that. Um, right. no, the- I think that's important. The only thing, um, and this may not really be an issue for many people. Um, but for me, I have difficulty gripping, right? People's mm-hmm. hands. So I always, you know, when I'm out in a new setting and someone puts out their hand, it's so awkward, but I always have to say, I'm sorry, my grip may not be too firm or I have an issue with my hand. So sorry, but it's so awkward, you know, because people are taken back, but I also don't want them to think that I have this kind of limp (laughs) handshake. So I guess in an interview setting, what would you suggest for someone like myself? 
I honestly, for me, what you just said, like being able to, as you're shaking my hand to preface with that information, that that's all I need. That's fine. And to me, that's not awkward at all. Um, Now, I do realize that um, for some people, there might be things that they don't want to disclose. Mm -hmm. And that is completely okay. Um, I will say that not having the the handshake does present... um, as being confident and self-assured. However, if you don't have it, I will, I will say that it, it won't make or break your interview. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to trump you. If, if you had a, a great interview that not having that handshake should not um, prevent you from landing the position, but it does just in overall um, professional presence an executive presence, it will, um, it does say something, but to your point, you completely, I think being able to, to say that is you being able to say, you know, give me grace in this area, which mm-hmm. I don't think any, um, especially, especially a employer that is trying to be, um, that has the values of diversity, equity, and inclusion that they, they will not um, look at that in any awkward type of way or, or look down upon that in any type of way. Yes. No. Cause I always think about that. I'm like, this is out of my control, but at the yeah. same time, you know, I know they're probably wondering. So I just, you know, introduce it with, this is my issue, and please excuse me. Okay. So the fourth um, tip that you can do is, um, and this one hopefully is um, something that folks are a little bit more um, using as a best, best practice, but being able to be prepared with examples. Um, mm. The one thing that I always suggest is going through your professional history um, and knowing um, what you can always, you know, look on like, what are some top 10 interview questions that interviewers ask? Most of them are behavioral questions, depending on your industry. There might be some technical ones um, that you can uh, find through a simple Google search, but being able to look at those questions and then going through your professional history and, and being able to say, okay, Let's go through the STAR technique where we're looking at the situation that I was in, the the task that I was um, given, what was the action I took um, to resolve um, the the challenge or the problem, and then what was the result. Uh, mm-hmm. And so um, being able to have, you know, um, some examples offhand so that you're prepared if you do encounter those questions. Now, what you don't want to do is completely memorize it. You don't want to come off rehearsed. You don't want to come off as a robot, but you do want to come off prepared. Um, And so being able to recall some of these examples um, within your different uh, work experiences can be really helpful. And it will just help you to feel um, more confident 
because mm-hmm. you're not having to sit there and think, you know, let me run through, you know, a, a time when, like you, you have a couple examples from that for that. So, um, number four is, um, be prepared with examples, make sure you're, you're, um, they're not overly rehearsed and that you're, you have thoughtful answers, um, practice the star technique, um, while going through your professional history and you'll be that much more, um, I should say confident, um, and self-assured in the interview process. And then lastly, you know, I have one one thing about that. So what I started doing, um, because in interviews, I would not be able to remember different instances where I felt like, you know, I really contributed to a team effort or an individual um, project. I started writing it down in um, mm-hmm. my color note. So whenever there was something at my job that I did that I thought, you know what, this would be a great example during an interview, I would add it to my color note and I have a list of them. So someone out there who's, you know, thinking, oh, I don't have anything or I can't remember. Well, you can start now jotting down the things Mm -hmm. that you are doing so that you have them handy. So, yeah, totally. I I really think that's a great thing to to do, to prepare. And if those, um, I I call it kind of like a, just like a running little brag book on myself. Um, (laughs) Right. Those are things, too, that not only um, help you in the interview, but those are also things that you can look at when it comes time for your annual performance evaluation. Mm. So what are some of the things that you did well? What are some of the things that you were able to overcome? Um, What are some of the things that you did to um, help um, empower or uh, help the team reach, you know, the goals um, for the year? Like these are, um, and and because at least you're, I always feel like your um, performance eval should have some professional and um, uh, when you're thinking of performance um like behavioral goals um that you you want in there so those are things that you can um you know make that list to keep in mind for those reviews as well right no that's a great point uh is a great point all right all right so lastly what is the one thing that you always should do at the end of your your interview, once you've walked out the room and you said, have said your goodbyes, what is your next step? Mm, you asking me, I would think saying thank you by email yes. or a card, maybe a card these days, because, you know, I, I don't know, the personal touch writing, not everyone gets, well, I guess we all get some junk mail, but maybe a nice stationery would be good. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that because, yes, the thank you note is important. That is also where you can do a couple things. You can reiterate your interest in the position. You can bring out some highlights within the interview that really stood out to you. You can um, make the point as to why, again, you think that you're a great fit and maybe show some commonalities between or some themes that resonated between um, 
the position or the culture and yourself. Um, if there was a, a hiccup in the interview where you felt like you um, weren't really clear or you really didn't like nail it answering a particular question, that's also where you can like clarify um, a couple things. That one's a little bit easier to do within an email um, thank you letter. But um, I love being able to do handwritten mm-hmm. thank you notes. I always bring um, blank thank you cards with me. Now, I've, I have already kind of um, written um, a couple sentences um, and, and three or four different um, kind of templates ahead of time where there's some blank spots where I'll fill in with what that, inter- you know, what happened um, within the interview that makes sense um, within those templates. But uh, I leave, I, depending on where I'm at, I might go to my car. Um, I might go to a coffee shop down the street, write my thank you letters and then bring it back and drop it off um, to the to the interviewer. You can also mail it, um, but I like to get my thank you notes back within a 24-hour period. So um, I try to uh, do it right after the interview and, and kind of a lot time for that as well. And bring extra cards just in case you um, do a little uh, blip with your, your pen. Right. So that would be you have the interview, you go to a coffee shop down the street, you write it up and then drop it off, then go back to the interview um, location and drop it off there same day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I I never even thought of that. And I guess um, that would make a lot of sense. And that would show clear interest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes mm-hmm. the employer wants to know that you really want the job also. And right. taking the time to do that same day, I think, yeah, that's that's great. Great idea. Mm-hmm. And it's just easy and you don't have to think about it. And um, when you get home, it's it's done. <laughs> so you can right. like loose up, relax, really release after the interview and, and just wait for next steps. Right, which we are going to talk about, <laughs> right, which would yes. be, you know, in our next chat. Exactly, yes. exactly. So, no, I, I think those are all great tips and things that we all can put into practice very easily, and they're tangible. So I like that. Anything else you want to add? No, those would be, um, you know, I think what some people might think is like no-brainers, but a lot of people forget um, to do some of these things and um, and and the preparation of it. So um, those would be the, the five things that I would say to keep in mind to really leverage um, your interview. And um, hopefully after... Having nailed your interview, you'll get to um, the the offer, and then I look forward to being able to chat with you about what salary salary negotiations look like, and really how to um, be able to negotiate what you're worth. <laughs> Which is awesome and fabulous. You know what? <laughs> I just had one thought. I'm curious, just to mm-hmm. 
run this by you. Um, one question I had started asking at the end of an interview was to the interviewer, what um, qualities would your ideal candidate for this position have? And mm-hmm. I felt like when I asked that question, I almost, I, it's almost like I put the interviewer in a spot because to myself, I felt like I've already um, told the interviewer for each qualification that they're looking for, how I can perform it, like throughout the interview process. So this Mm -hmm. question is my way of saying, okay, I believe I've already checked off the boxes. Now you tell me if I've checked off the boxes. What do you think of that question at the end? Is that a good question? Should should we not ask that type of question? No, I think that's a, a, a good question to ask. One of the things that I always like to do um, is, and I always tell this to people who I'm working with um, and, and interview prep, is you want to make sure that you're also interviewing them. Um, most employers do want you to ask them questions and not the fluffy kind, um, the questions that really get to understanding um, them uh, and, and their needs a little bit better. So I think that's a perfect question to, to identify um, what characteristics or qualifications um, they would want in the person that they're hiring. Um, some additional questions that I love to ask, um, and this depends on like doing research on the, the organization, but um, some questions that I've asked in my interviews in the past have been, um, what are, would be some of the most challenging aspects about the position? Um, I like that one because mm-hmm. it's giving them a chance to be honest about some of the um, barriers um, or some of the things that I'm being brought on to kind of solve. Um, what are the, uh, let's see, what's another one that I asked? Challenging aspects. Uh, oh, one that I really like asking that has have stumped <laughs> is uh, I look at their mission and vision statement, and if they talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, I like to ask, you know, how has this how is this position going to be impactful uh, towards your mission statement in contributing to the diversity, equity, and inclusion of the organization? Like, how does that work? Right, um, does work contribute to that, and um, that usually causes people to stop and think a little bit. Uh, I also like to ask the question, what are the goals of this, uh, or the person that you're hiring for this position, what would you like for them to accomplish within the first three to six months? Um, Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Cause that tells you a lot about, you know, mm -hmm. how much work is being or workload will be on top on how much of your workload you will need to mm-hmm. do within that time frame. So, wow, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, lots of questions that I think don't be, don't shy away from interviewing them to uh, better understand, again, culture, the role and your fit within um, both of those. So, yeah, I, I would say that that would be a great question to ask them. All right. All right. Okay. So this is great. 
and I'm excited about salary negotiation that we'll be discussing soon. But why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Yes, you can find me um, on several uh, social media um, platforms. First being Instagram at intentional underscore and then the letter U. Um, You can also find me on Twitter or Facebook at intentional and then the letter U. Um, I can also be reached uh, through my website, which is the T-H-E intentional and then the letter U dot com. All right, perfect. And you can all find um, the word changes at thewordchanges.com. And on Instagram, we are the word changes, and our SoundCloud is the word changes as well. So I look forward to having you join us for our next chat with Ashley. Take care, everyone. Tell it on my heart